The only podcast with a potato as a host. This is Bombers. Welcome to Bombers. This is your host, Potato, speaking. Uh, with me is Bomber number five, Potato also. Well, I, I, a Potato is host, not just Potato hosts. Okay. Anyways, nice Our to Bomber be... number five, Apricot. Yeah, nice to be on the uh, Bombers podcast with you once again. Uh, bomber number three, Potato. Well, thank Pota- you. Potaber. Zybtato. Ooh. Zytator. Zytator. Yes. Zytato. Uh, I think we've we've mined this for the extent of the humor that we will get out of it. Which, turns out, it was none. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was pretty spudtastic. We're supposed to be bombtastic. Oh, well. Stick a fuse on this potato, and we're good to go. Like a potato gun but with a bomb so it's basically just a regular old cannon i guess a bomb powered potato never did that in science class what about potato powered bomb that one's probably actually doable nah what does a potato no hold on what does a potato do that requires power that you would need the bomb for uh growing Alright, you know what? I'm intrigued by your ideas, and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. Cool. That's the only news, though, so uh, it failed. Oh. There's no additional news coming up at all? <coughs> nope. Nope, the bomb, the potato bombed. So. No, no, no other news involving bombs? Zyber? Yeah. I have absolutely no idea where you're going with this. Yeah, buddy. Well, I guess I'll just ignore you, and let's move on to Bombtastic News, everyone's favorite section of the show, starring mm. Zyber, the potato, reading about the news that is Bombtastic. Hey, hey Anthony. Hey, Zyber. Do you know that we have acquaintances of the show? What? Someone actually did that? Yes, we have at least one acquaintance. Thank you, new acquaintances, searchers. Acquaintasi? Acquaintist. Aquantist. Aquantified. So anyway. A quantified <laughs> amount of acquaintances. Yes. We also have a quantified amount of friends. Yay. Uh, for example, Haley, Aaron, Minted Peas, and Reaper, and best friends, Anne and Rob. Who are able That's to be a... these things by going to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash thisisbomber, something like that. Nailed, yeah, you nailed it. That's cool. That was correct. If for some reason that fails to get you anywhere, you can also go to our website, thisisbombers.com, where it will have a link to our Patreon where you can give us money to become a friend, best friend, or acquaintance. Not in that or, order. Or, or in that order. You should become a friend first. Then upgrade to a best friend, then realize that that was a mistake, and go to acquaintance. Yeah, or we'll realize it was a mistake and force you to be an acquaintance. I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't happen. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe instead you'll become an executive bomb deucer. No one's crazy enough to do that. 
I have met crazy people in my life. Like someone mm. who at a stoplight today decided to crack open their door to place bottles on the ground instead of just keeping them until they got home and threw them away. That's so rude. I don't understand the mentality of people like that, honestly. I was pretty upset watching it happen. Yeah, that's messed up. Like their window wasn't even open, so I couldn't just get out of my car and throw it back in. <laughs> what, you just throw it through the window, Zyber? Through? I'm not that strong. I'm I'm a simple potato. You are you are but a simple potato, a humble potato even. So also on our website you can find out that we have a Discord channel where you can learn all about apricots and potatoes and Eld Elden Rolls whatever that game is, Elder Ring. I feel like anybody People who's talk listening... about that sometimes. <laughs> anybody who's listening to this podcast and does not know about our Discord server how? I mean, How did you get here? <laughs> uh, through discovery, somehow. Well, welcome. Know. We're glad to have you. Go to our Discord. Yeah, come, come, come hither. Come, come rotter with us. Come rotter with us on Twitch as well, where we usually play video games together, especially on Thursday nights. After we're done recording episodes, we get together and we play... Games like Ball Fantasy fourteen or Jackbox, <laughs> yeah, or Among Us, like two years ago. Whatever game we end up playing with the golf with friends. Oh, uh, a friend told me there was another golfing game that we should try, but I forget what it was called. I'll have to ask her again. Well, let, let me know when you figure it out. Okay. Uh, also, we have a. Uh, gmail account this is bombers at gmail.com obviously that you can send us questions concerns comments fan art fan mail fan trivia i don't really care just whatever you feel like maybe i'll look at it maybe i'll just delete it i don't know send us actual fans we don't care send us actual fans p.o box this is bombers this, this is bombers in the state of bombers uh, i don't know i've been P.O. boxes are expensive, man. Well, I just don't feel like we would get enough mail to justify that money. If you and four other people joined together and demanded that we get a P.O. box for all five of you to send us stuff, maybe. Then then that might happen. Also, we have a Twitter where you can be alerted of whenever we do stuff, like have a new episode available. <laughs> That's... Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe we, eventually, uh, I guess we eventually could. We'll do something with that. Could, we could sync our Twitch thing to it again if we felt like it. I don't know. It's, 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 that sounds like your job. Actually, that was your job. No. 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 I don't All right. <laughs> anyway, that is bombastic news. Thank you for joining. Uh, what else can we talk about news-wise? What else can we talk about? Why don't we talk about some of the upcoming video games that are upcoming as releases in the world of video games? Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk about that. We can talk about on May 10th, uh, Tuesday, tomorrow, for you listening. Ayudin, Ayudin, Ayudin Chronicle Rising is coming to the sex box. Gay, uh, consoles, Xbox One and PC. 
This is an action RPG uh, developed by Natsume Atari. So it, it looks like a um, like a, a 2D, like a, a Secret of Mana-ish kind of action RPG. Okay. And they're they're apparently this is they're setting up a new um, supposedly going to be a full series is what they're trying to do with this. So, well, they definitely are expecting a lot. Oh, apparently it's also on. Wait, what? PS4, PS5. What? I guess eventually it will come to that. It's probably a limited release. I don't know. This website's confusing. Knowing Xbox, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on the tenth is uh, Sultan's Sacrifice by Ska Studios. Great name, by the way. Great name. Uh, the um, game itself looks pretty... Metroidvania, Castlevania-like. Grim look to it. Yeah. Not very... It's like, not very Ska. No, like the very first picture, I'm all like, ooh, that looks pretty. And then it's just dark... The rest of the pictures, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's where that Castlevania feel kind of comes comes into it. Um, that is coming to PS4, PS5, and PC on the 10th. If you, then, in a land plagued by powerful and twisted mages, the condemned marked inquisitors take up the hunt. Go ah. go kill those wicked mages. Yeah, it's, it, it almost looks like they took like um, Bloodborne and turned it into Castlevania. It has online multiplayer. Like I said. Did you? Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Oh. Uh, May 12th, Thursday, The Centennial Case, A Shijima Story by Square Enix, is coming to PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. This does not interest me. <laughs> if you want to play a murder mystery something or other case with live-action actors... Yeah, FMV. Here's here's to you, kid. I mean, it is it, being a mystery adventure has its specific niche, so there's definitely going to be people that are interested in this. But I feel like it's going to be too slow for me, and also just the FMV part of it, I f think is weird. You know what I mean? Well, hey, if people felt like doing that in instead of hiring artists, then that's fine. Whatever the floats their boat. Yeah, I wonder what's more or less expensive, paying actors or hiring and doing in-game art. Well, I mean, if they wanted the people voice acted, then they still would have... Are the actors voice acted? I would assume so. All right, or is are, are the actors dubbed over, or are they actually just actoring? Oh, that'd be fun if it was like the crappy dub, where it's, you know, it doesn't match lips whatsoever. That'd be fun to watch. Well, I mean, looking at this cast, this is, it looks like a fully Japanese cast, which means that it's either going to be subbed or dubbed in English, so. Yeah, but like, this is the 2022, people can dub and make it actually look realistic. Uh, I will t I will say this. Looking at these screenshots, the production value looks very high on these like sets and costumes and stuff. So they didn't. Square Enix did not skimp. Good, good. Gotta give them that. Looking at this, 
Um, but yeah, that's coming out on the 12th, Thursday. And then on the 13th, on Friday, Friday the 13th, of course they did this on purpose. Evil Dead The Game. Coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Is this the first Evil Dead game? It's the first relevant one, let's put it that way. <laughs> it's like looking at that title, it's like, huh. Have they really never done one before? Or they're just all like, no, man, this is the game now. Ignore anything else we've made before. I don't remember there ever being one. And I feel like that probably means that there wasn't. And if there was, it wasn't worth remembering. You never know. And it's like full on definitely Evil Dead because, I mean, they've got Bruce Campbell's likeness. Uh, is it FMV with actual actors? Oh, no, it's just they used his likeness to model the character. Um, but it's a co-op PvP multiplayer action. Four survivors going around exploring, looting, and, you know, doing all of that kind of stuff. Versus, presumably, deadites that are played by uh, actual actual players. Um, and it, it does... It's it's full on Evil Dead, the series. So it takes elements from Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, and the um, TV show Ash versus Evil Dead. So is it like similar to Sea of Thieves then? That I couldn't tell you from the stuff that I looked at. I, I I'll be honest, I it's didn't like, watch the I trailer. Hear, I hear multiplayer co-op PvP, and I'm just like, well, okay, I'm hearing a bit of contradiction there well i'm assuming it's probably more like left for dead like asymmetrical multiplayer or four swords yeah sure <laughs> um, all right well the thing that i find most interesting is that it's also coming to the switch so it's about time switch gets some more uh multi-platform games yeah um and those are the upcoming releases for this week are there any of those that you're actually interested in cyber no <laughs> no no how about you audience any any upcoming games this week that you might be checking out let us know i mean at this point Haley and i are actually considering uh buying some months of final fantasy 14 because we're all like we don't have any games that we want yet until like the fall <laughs> You gotta play the games that are, are. You bought so many games in May. Are you done with them already? No, we still haven't opened Kirby yet. It's crazy. That's fine. Man, I am. I did upset. play a new. I played a different game this week, so I'll get to talk about that later on. Ooh, exciting! <laughs> Until you hear what it is. Oh, less exciting. I <laughs> am very mad. This is gonna be terrible for the audio format of this uh podcast but i am so mad at the way that this camera is significant like look it's even worse now than it was whenever we sat down to do the pre-show work yeah like, this is disgusting i don't know what's wrong with this thing at least you have ears i do have ears <laughs> you do like, not <laughs> it's like getting worse every second what is going on yeah the left side of your head i bet you're blurring this uh, the blurriness, my blurriness yeah. is is just getting worse by the moment, and I hate it. Um, but the reason I say that 
It's because, Cyber, I want you to watch what I'm about to show you on the camera here. Can you make out what this is? I, I honestly cannot. <laughs> that's I, that's so because unfair. of the shine, though. Like, there's a light reflecting off of it. Yeah, I was trying to, like, angle it so that it wasn't as shiny. This is nope. Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. Dew with a blast of heat and citrus flavor with other natural flavors. Uh, and you know what that means, everyone. It's time for Drinks and Foods. Part of the show where we eat foods and drink drinks and tell you if they're good or not, which I can't imagine this will be, but let's find out. Yeah, I meant to buy this to chug it with you, but I guess my brain was all like, we're not doing that, and so forced me to forget. I've I've noticed something a little bit hilarious on the can. I'm looking at it here. Mm-hmm. On the nutrition facts at the bottom, it says caffeine content, 54 milligrams per 12 fluid ounces, and then directly below that in bold text, we're here to help, mountaindew.com, or the 800 number. We're here to help. I feel like you said this exact phrase before. Did I? Yeah, like, I don't know if there was another Mountain Dew you drank in a past episode. I mean, that's... I feel, It would be a thing that I would call out, because that's silly. We're here to help. It's Thanks, like, Mountain Dew. Oh, no, what I'm are you, out are you helping Dew. me with? You're here to help you help. get more. Yeah, are you here to help me with my problem that I'm going to be drinking this? Are you here to help me with whatever happens to my gut when I'm done with it? My back is suddenly in a lot of pain. Alright, so first impressions of the smell. It really kind of doesn't have one. It's, it smells sweet. It smells kind of like a Mountain Dew. Um... Pour a little bit out into a glass here, and it is violently orange. Ooh, I like it. It's like it's orange not, crush. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a little redder than orange crush. Um, it it reminds me a little bit. Of, you remember the gamer fuel from way back in the day? Mm. It reminds Wait, me a little that, bit of that orange color. Is gamer fuel not still a thing, or do you mean before it was red? Uh, I mean the or the orange one from back in the day. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know what this smells like now that I have it in glass and I'm smelling it? It smells like Elka-Seltzer. Oh, so it's going to not taste good. Probably. Well, uh, bottoms up, I guess. Oh, here. Let me do this for the photo op that's going to look terrible because of my bad camera. Oh, I took a picture. Well, he's not choking or dying yet, so I don't know. I don't understand. Is it not hot? It's not spicy at all. They lied to us. Yeah. Like, it's sweet like a Mountain Dew because it's got all that. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> that is a really long after taste. Yeah, it took a while for it, for it to actually like start to give that tingle. I think what it was is... The first sip here. You probably had to wait for like the carbonation to go away. It would you know, the it it has that the it's the spicy water effect. You know, carbonated water is spicy water. Uh huh. So it has it. It didn't taste spicy. It tasted carbonated. But now that it's sat there a little bit and allowed the I don't know what they're using as heat, but whatever they're using to give it that takes a while to kick in. Okay. Uh, 
So besides sweet and that spicy aftertaste, what else does it taste like? Gamer fuel. Like, it's it's citrus. It's just or- orangish. Mm. Sounds pretty boring. It sounds a lot more tame than the mango habanero brats I had yesterday. Yeah, it honestly is boring. Like, it's got a little bit of a spice, but that spice is less of a spicy burn and more of like a chemically burn you know what i mean like that weird like i can feel it but like it makes my throat itch it doesn't make me feel spicy it just makes my throat itch it doesn't make you feel spicy i'm sorry i'm (laughs) not sure if anything will make you feel like that sometimes i get a little spicy play some halo i'll get something real spicy real quick oh boy (laughs) yeah i had some mango habanero brats though yesterday and i was just like oh this is a lot more habanero oh. than mango. <laughs> oh. Um, overall, like, it's not bad. I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna buy it again because frankly, I might buy it again if it was interesting. It's just kind of boring. That's sad. I still enjoyed like I, the I can feel I can feel it on it. Oh. The longer it sits, the more uncomfortable I get. <laughs> But again, not in a spicy way, just in an uncomfortable way. Like, my esophagus kind of hurts. Like, I feel like the burn that they have going on is not spicy burn. It's just, like, I believe that this is eating away at the lining of my esophagus. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's exactly the issue I have my brats. I would, like, take two bites, and then I would have to wait, like, five minutes. Take a glass of milk. (laughs) Wait, Wait five minutes, and then I was able to eat some more. I have wine that i quite enjoy spicy uh, wine. that is it's jalapeno wine yeah. and it's got a good like actual jalapeno pepper flavor not necessarily just the hotness of a jalapeno but the actual pepper flavor of the jalapeno and then it has that burn in like a an actual spicy burny way as opposed okay. to a weird chemical way. That's pretty good. I like that stuff. I would rather drink that than this, because at least if I'm drinking that, it's wine, and I'm getting slightly drunk. This is just kind of... I don't... You're really... not a high schooler anymore. You don't get drunk off of Mountain Dew. I wish that I had not bought a 12-pack of this, because I don't really want more than just this one can. Yeah, but, like, where else would you get it? Yeah, that was the problem. Yeah. It's not... It's honestly... The longer I sit with it, the more I dislike it. Yeah. That's Mountain Dew for you. <laughs> well. So th- this is your, your view to pay attention to, folks. Don't bother with this Mountain Dew unless you are weird. Yourself. I don't know. <laughs> unless you're drinking it to review it for a podcast. Unless I you're guess. going to a party of 12 people so each person can get one and then be done. Yeah. Don't recommend it. That's my final takeaway. Not recommended. Well, that is drinks and foods, I guess. I guess. Next up, let's uh, answer some questions. And Bomber's Notebook. Yeah, I love the Bomber's Notebook. Yeah, so first question coming up here is a weird one coming from Weirdna. What if people aged at a rate equal to their in-the-moment perception of time? Well, that sounds terrifying. It's also like, would... like a difficult question. It's like, what if? It's like, well, are we supposed to like give a like an entire story yeah. off of that as an it, answer? It's a, 
it's a hypothetical, man. You just gotta you gotta run with it. Which um, I can't tell if I would be older than I am or younger than I am. I mean, I definitely because... be older because like time definitely feels like it passes by faster as you get older, typically. Well, does that make does the do, when it, when you talk about perception of time, does a small amount of time, like say you're sitting there for five seconds, but it feels like it's been an hour. Does that mean that you aged an hour in five seconds, in which case you would be older? And then if time is going faster and you're like, I could have sworn that yesterday was Monday, but it's Thursday. Suddenly you're four days younger than you should be. Yeah, I guess that is a good question. If it feels slow, are you fast or if it feels slow, are you slow? It's too difficult to determine. What? Exactly. Basic, ba- and, and like, is it based off, uh, well, I guess, yeah, it says in the, it's in the in the moment perception of time, which is also weird because, like, all perception of time is just memory. Because, you know, when I'm sitting there going from Monday to Thursday, time is normal. But then I hit Thursday and I go, wait, wasn't yesterday Monday? in that moment so like would my age constantly fluctuate depending on like oh right now i feel like i'm i missed four days so now i've not aged four days as opposed to tomorrow when i'm like oh yeah now i remember all five days and suddenly boing my age goes back to normal i don't know i don't don't get a word now i'll get it it reminds me of like the Flash or Quicksilver or Sonic or that squirrel hyped up on coffee where like they are so fast that everything else is just really slow to them. And That's just relativity. I know. But like there was one point where I was all like, well, if there was a hero where instead of like, you know, quick speed, it's just that they're able to actually slower speed up time. So while they're doing that, they're actually aging at, you know, the time it's- that they have. It's not that they're going very fast. It's that they have slowed everything down around them. Yeah, or which again, or slowed themselves rel- down, or fasted, fasted themselves, or whatever. And so, well, is that... it fasted themselves what the normal speedsters do? Well, no, because like they don't age quicker as that's going on. Some of them do. Depends on the speedster. I don't think. I don't know. The original Flash, maybe. But not I like think not Barry Allen cert- Flash, I don't think. Oh, you're talking about Jay Garrick? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I think Quicksilver, some versions of Quicksilver do the whole, like, because I move so fast, my metabolism is very quick, so I age quickly. Like, some of those versions of Quicksilver I think typically they all do the metabolism thing, but then they only bring that up for, like, food instead of everything else. Instead of the, you're getting old at an accelerated rate. But yeah, like I, I, like I imagine like a character where like he has to every now and then like basically meditate to try to figure out what age he's supposed to be and bring it back to that. <laughs> another another thing with the speedsters, if they have that fast metabolism and they have to eat quickly, wouldn't that like by its very nature give them accelerated healing factors as well? Yeah, because their their body's moving faster, so they heal faster. Which I mean, maybe they do. I. I don't know. I I don't know or not. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's a confusing question. Where it's a, it's an interesting question. What's here's my thought. Wordna who came up with this question. 
what's your answer to that what if? Like, what were you expecting out of that? <laughs> and in general, like, this is one that I feel like I'm going to turn around and throw it back at the fans and be like, hey, uh, what if? <laughs> what, what, what's your take on Word and his weird question? Because I don't, I don't fully understand it. Well, that is, yep. that is Weirdness question. Uh, we got more? We also, yeah, we have uh, three quicker questions from a friend of mine, Dreska. First one is, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? African and European. Uh, yeah, that's our answer back. We gotta know. Yeah, you can't just throw these questions at us and not give us all of the data. We need we need the specifics. It was this business class... I hate this class. It's all like answer all these things and only give me like one variable. Like, I don't know what the you, other four variables ask, are. Your your answer requires me to give you five variables, and you gave me one variable. <laughs> what? <laughs> all the homework questions would give me three of the five variables. How am I supposed to answer this? Well, if you did the homework questions, you'd know that you can extrapolate the other three variables from the one that you were given using these few formula. You should know that as an African swallow based on the location of our existence. Yeah. No, this is a bad this this is a bad one because it doesn't even have an implication from which we could derive the type of I don't know, I'm throwing up big words for fun. This question is derivative. Moving on. <laughs> True. Also asked by Dreska, what does Zyber mean? It means potato. Zyber means Guess, uh, guess I learned today. Yeah, that bet you were. Everyone always wondering why is my name Zyber? Well, you know, besides just my name being Zyber, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> it's actually Zybees for potato, and now we know. Yeah, and knowing is half the battle. I really don't like this Mountain Dew. Well, but I can't <laughs> not finish the can. It's like I got this can of something in front of me. I got finish I just... it. I can't waste it. I opened it. It's like the amount of times I'll pick up a cup that's empty just because I keep forgetting it's empty. Because it's there. It's yeah. like, I'm thirsty what, and there's nothing so in here. So disappointing. And finally, the last question. How many homes could a Stockholm stock if a Stockholm could stock homes? Sherlock. That's I, I did the math. Comes out to Sherlock. Zyber, I have a hypothetical for you. Yeah. If you, it, and I'm not saying. Let me start this over again because I had this hypothetical earlier, and I was like, "This will be a fun little conversation piece." And then I screwed it up. All right. You're sitting down to make a quote unquote what you would call a lunch meat sandwich. Okay. What do you put on your sandwich? Hmm. Well, it depends. What is, what is, if what, you mean what lunch you is, meat, is that like multiple types of lunch meat or yeah, just? It's it is a sandwich that if someone said, "Hey, what did you what do you, what are you having?" you would answer them, "I'm eating a lunch meat sandwich." What is in that sandwich? Well, if I were to say lunch meat instead of just you know ham or turkey or chicken, I would assume that means I have multiple lunch meats. Probably at least three, because otherwise it would just be a ham and turkey sandwich if it was just ham and turkey. So I would probably say uh, salami. Uh, what kind of salami? 
salami. Let's get real granular. Let's get in the weeds on this. What ham, kind of salami are you putting on there? Uh, whatever salami is available. I don't really have that many choices. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm telling you. You get to choose. Okay, like capicola or something? Is that another salami Ooh, or is that different? Though? I, it's not really a... It's a spicy ham, but I, I, like I enjoy it. the idea of putting a capicola on. That's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, not No bologna. Bologna sucks. Yeah, I don't much care for bologna either. So, some non-bologna salami of capicola well, and turkey. So, some form of salami. I would assume probably hard. Go with hard salami. Yeah. Maybe Genoa. Probably. I don't what, know. Well, now, what kind of ham? Are we talking like honey ham? Black forest ham? What do we... Like, I, I want... I want to get to know Zyber's sandwich here. You know what I'm saying? Well, to accent the spicy capicola, uh, I wouldn't want it to be too sweet, so it wouldn't be brown sugar. But honey is a possibility. So we're talking, like, hard salami, capicola, and, like, a honey ham. Yep. So two types two types of ham <laughs> and salami. Now, do you have cheese on that sandwich? Well, then it wouldn't be a lunch meat sandwich. It would just be a sandwich, really, at that point. Interesting. See, now, I'm when I'm making a lunch meat sandwich, to me, a lunch meat sandwich is hard salami, honey ham, turkey breast, Munster cheese, Miracle Whip, ketchup and mustard. Mm, that's way too many condiments for me. On potato bread. For one thing, mm. I don't like cold mayonnaise. I only like it like hot, like on a hot, spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, like a spicy mayonnaise? No, like temperature hot. Is you, are you telling me that you microwave your mayonnaise? Or at least have it on a hot object that will heat it up, like a spicy chicken bread chicken. Well, I didn't say mayonnaise. I said Miracle Whip, which is... Well, then I don't like a, a mayonnaise whip, derivative. So. I'll take some aioli, though, which is a type Ooh. of mayonnaise. Well, aioli, whatever it's pronounced. I would. I, aioli sounds good on that sandwich, too. So so the only condiment that you want on your sandwich is aioli? Yeah, because like ketchup just eh, and mustard is. Eh. Oh, you're tearing at my heartstrings. Mustard is one of the taste that i don't like which is like most of the food i don't like is based on texture but mustard and pickles mustard and olives flavor. are flavor oh, man don't like mustard don't like pickles i can i can see the olive thing i'm not a big fan myself yeah uh but geez well, what kind of wait, now final question uh-huh. for your sandwich for your for your optimum lunch meat sandwich what kind of bread are you using so Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most important part, isn't it? I feel like a brioche bun. I like that. Ooh, brioche. Good choice. And now, I'm going to turn that question on uh, on the audience. Hey, hey, f- friends and fans. If you're making what you would call a lunch meat sandwich, what ingredients are you using? What type of lunch meat? What type of bread? Any condiments? Let me know. Maybe I will make your sandwich and eat it. If I would put cheese on it, I'd probably do provolone. Provolone's a good choice. I'm, I, I just love Munster's such a good, like, soft cheese that it really, I, I feel it's a good accent to most sandwiches. 
That's why I like Munster. Hmm. All right, that was my segment of <laughs> the Bomber's Notebook where I was th- I was making a sandwich for dinner and I was like, I'm not gonna let's. I bet we could stretch out sandwich talk for this will be an interesting little conversation. But anyway, answer to the last question before this one: A Stockholm could stock as many homes as Stockholm could stock if a Stockholm could stock homes. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck could chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood, yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I guess we should move on to our minutes recap where we talk about things that we've done in the past week. Finally getting to the past instead of the future here. Or the present. Ooh. Or a hypothetical alternate universe where we're eating sandwiches. And also time is very slow. Or fast, can't tell. Anyway. Sorry, what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> We're in some kind of like death loop here. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was talking uh, about well, you, recap. Yeah, you earlier had hinted that you had played some game that I probably won't approve of. So oh uh, yeah, so let's do that first. Well, you see, I was on my computer and like watching. Moon Knight and stuff, I was like, hey, let's on the other screen play a game besides Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fourteen. So instead, I opened up Final Fantasy 1. Jeez. The Pixel Remaster. Oh. You know what? I'm tired of Final Fantasy. I think instead, <laughs> I'll play Final Fantasy. It's great. You know, so I actually started this like a few months ago and then stopped. And so I came back to it and I see that I made the character. I made four characters. I had the fighter, which was Shay. I had the healer, which was you, Anthony. Yeah. I had the monk, which was Haley. And then the black mage was me. And I was just all like, wow, that's like prophetic. All of this really checks out. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, turns out for some reason the black image will start hitting heavier than the monk, though. I have no idea why. Like with their fists or with magic? With a fist. I eventually got a weapon called Cat Claw, which like suddenly my black mage was doing stronger hits than the monk. Huh. That's not how that's supposed to work yeah but then eventually i found some items that i can use to do spells like specific spells for free so i was just like well might as well just have him keep casting fire on everything well at that point yeah just do magic i remember the first time i played the game i found one where it would cast flare but sadly i never found that one and i'm at the last dungeon now but yeah that that moment has passed (laughs) it's a fun game though uh it's pretty easy if you know how to level grind and such and like the only issue is that i I basically follow a guide to figure out where to go because i don't feel like you know traveling the world figuring out where to go one of those early square enix final fantasy yeah wander around aimlessly until you talk to the right npc who will give you a hint of where you're supposed to be but like you know i've been playing this game Mm -hmm. for around like eight or nine hours and that's following a guide so it's like you know Back in the day where these short games were supposed to last longer. They did it by not telling you how to play the game. (laughs) I mean, if you talk to all the NPCs in every town you come across, it's just like, hey, you could do this. Like, I found a humor, so I followed this guy who was all like, all right, now you can go get the airship and do all these things. And then I found out, like, 
the game doesn't tell you about the airship until like the last town you go to. <laughs> but it is one of those. It's all. It, it, it's almost like world building type of like you talk to everybody, you learn about the world. Yeah. Like if you have the t- time to sit down and do that, yeah, it pads out the game for time and you learn about the world. That was the draw of the games back in the day. But back in the day, you would get like one game every six months or longer, as opposed to now where there's games coming out week after week. And it's really interesting because the very next game, Fall Fantasy 2, decided all like, no, we're going to have like a full on story basically telling you where to go or like it's very obvious the next place you go to kind of situation. So Fall Fantasy 3 almost goes back to more Fall Fantasy 1, but it's really only the first game that's like that. The the super wide open yeah. exploration style overworld. Yeah. And so, like, it, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have that whole thing. Because at that point, like, you, if you know what you're doing, you can totally get stuff really super early on. Like, technically how I did just from following a guide. Yeah, if you have a guide to it. Or if you recently played it and just remember things. Like, oh, yeah. I definitely could have gotten this seven hours ago and didn't know that I could. So next time. It's like going back and replaying Tunic, yeah. where I wandered around. The first time I was playing through, I was just wandering around aimlessly. And the second time I played through, I got almost to the same part that I was in the first playthrough in like half the time. And that's how you get fun speed runs. Exactly. All right. No, I don't hate that. I mean, as long as you had fun. Yeah. And then I also looked up maps of the dungeon so I'd know what chest to bother going to because... Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the random encounters is such an archaic system. <laughs> yeah, and if the chest doesn't have anything that's even worth getting, why would you bother wasting time walking down the hall to- towards it? Yeah, so like this chest has 10,000 gil. Whoa, that's a lot. And right next to it is a chest that gives you a potion that's like 50 Whoa, gil. Whoa, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't used any items. I just had Anthony heal everyone. Because you it's you like, have a healing staff that you just have to use to cast heal for free. Yee. It's like the uh, the Dipper meme from Gravity Falls. Wow, <laughs> this is useless. Wow, this is completely useless. <laughs> I didn't really do an excessive amount, but I did end up with... I, I got my new phone. I, I can't remember if I talked about that on the podcast or not, but I got a new phone a couple weeks ago. Like, literally, like, one one or two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And while I was going through and getting everything set up, the ga- the, the phone, the um, auto-recover, whatever, from transferring from the old phone to the new one, had installed Pokemon Go. And I went, oh, I had, uh, I had uninstalled that on the other phone because I had gotten locked out of my account and couldn't log into the game at all. Let me see if I can just... And I you know typed in and my account was uh, unlocked so now i can play pokemon go again so i've been you are fiddling around with that a little bit you're really bad at logging back into accounts it's a very problematic problem very you you're of course referencing the the fact that we tried to play final fantasy 14 this past tuesday and i had to Log into my Steam to log into Final Fantasy to log into Square Enix to log into Steam to log into PayPal to subscribe yeah. to Final Fantasy. Yeah. And in that process, because I got the new phone with the Steam Authenticator, I had to 
I had to unpair the Steam Authenticator from the old phone in order to pair it to the new phone, but then Steam kept giving me error codes when I tried to reset the password because I couldn't remember the password because I generally have the Authenticator that has all that information saved. Ah, it was a pain, Cyber. I hated it. It sounds like a pain. It was it was awful. And then um, yesterday, I picked up my Switch and pl- played a little bit more of Legends Arceus, and that game is still fun. So yeah, maybe someday I'll get back to it. Like how I didn't even finish the Diamond Pearl remake either. Yeah, I um also yeah uh, on. I guess it was on Tuesday whenever I was fighting Final Fantasy. I I grabbed the Final Fantasy fourteen discs for PlayStation 4 and was installing it to PS5 and then come to find out it doesn't matter if you actually own the game or not because you don't own a license to the game. So the fact that I own the discs means nothing. I still have to pay money to unlock uh, a, a an actual license to play. Yep. So that's annoying. So, like, even if you had the disc, they probably wouldn't have the latest expansion, so you'd have to buy that anyway. Well, I have, um, the two discs that I have are Realm Reborn and Heavensward, so... Yep, so that's the default purchase now, and so the next purchase is the rest of the expansions. Yeah, but it just, it's like, why are the, what then why are these being sold physically if they only exist to install the game and you still have to purchase the game because some people really like physical discs for some reason i mean i really like physical discs but i like physical discs that actually have games on them and i like that's that's just exactly what destiny had an issue with i remember i was gonna buy a destiny uh that had like the latest expansion for the first game or something like that and games employees just like uh don't actually buy that because it doesn't actually come with a license yeah yeah, it's and just messed up. Like, it's like, I'm still paying, like, the game's free to play, and I'm paying a subscription. Why do I then have to purchase it again? Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't get it. So apparently Destiny it just had, like, you know, a, the, a, a key or something that came with it. So if you use the key, then the discs are completely useless to anyone else. Yeah, uh, that's what the Final Fantasy ones, because they had inserts in them that were keys. And I had gotten those discs from my old roommate when I had purchased his PS4 off of him. Mm. So he had already used them on his PlayStation account, which means that now they're not valid anymore. And now I have basically <clears throat> chunks of worthless, useless plastic. So, so and I, it's it's that whole problem with, you know, like the EA games and all the DRM stuff in general, where it's like, Oh yeah, you bought the game, but it's not the game. You need a license key, and then you need to ow punch your mic. Ow, that hurt my finger. <laughs> yeah, I had an issue. You need, you need the license. You need a license key in order to actually, and then you got to be always connected to the internet so we can make sure that you actually are are. <laughs> I had an issue where I was trying to play my free trial account on the PlayStation. Because I was just like, then I can play next to my wife and use a controller. So then I can actually use more than just the first five, you know, keys of the skill bar, whatever. Oh, I have a mouse that has the, the thumb pad. <coughs> yeah, I don't. I have a mouse with the thumb pad, like a one through 12. So that'd that's be like. Nice. 
games. Oh, I, I recommend getting one if you're so. Anyway, playing games on the computer. It starts yeah. off that like it still had an account that I first made like a while ago that doesn't work anymore because like it was either before the free trial was as good as it is, or it was the one where I got a free month subscription, which then no longer allowed me to do the free trial. And it wouldn't allow me to edit the username on it. I have absolutely no idea why. So I'm just like, all right, well, the, according to Google, like the PlayStation account was like synced with the Square Enix account. So I'm just, okay, I'll sync it with my current Square Enix account. So I do that and it still won't let me do it. So then I sent in a support, thing to square enix to have it unlinked and they're all like uh sorry we only do this with uh subscribed accounts or something like that i go oh okay so if your subscription lapses you can't unlink your account so then i just signed in to playstation with a new playstation account and i linked that with my square enix account and i tried signing in and and then it goes Oh, suspicious activity. We're going to require you to reset your password. Oh, <laughs> I reset the password. I sign it again. And it says, just, no, we're not going to allow you. Just, just no. We're not going to allow you to play the account on both the PlayStation and PC, which is so absurd. And I absolutely hate the... What's that? You have ever subscribed at all? Now your account is locked until you subscribe ever again, even though the game is free to play. I could s- If you subscribe at any point, even if your character is not out of the free to play part of the game, you can never go back. What, what? Why is? Where's the logic there? What? What was the decision? So the logic on there that? is that if you were to be subscribed, you'd be able to get a bunch of subscriber-only stuff, and then you would then be able to use that still while being on the free trial after the subscription lapsed. So that's the way to I stop mean, that. That's. I kind of understand that, but that can't be that hard of a fix to go in and just flag a check. Hey, unless the subscription is current, these items can't be used. But you can still log into the account and play the character. <laughs> and and it's all cosmetic crap anyway, so who cares? Well, like, free trial people paying... can't even trade with other people. <laughs> it's really stupid. Like you can't you yeah. can't even sell equipment to someone or just give it to them. Yeah, but again, who cares? Because once your subscription lapses, you just go back to not being able to do that. Why does it have to be, if you've ever subscribed, that's it, you're locked out? Why can't you just be like, hey, here's a simple variable check. Subscribe, yes, true, false. Well, like, what if you bought a house or did all these other things? And it's like, are they just going to keep the house for whenever you subscribe again? Or are they going to forcefully kick you out of the house if your subscription expires kind of situation? I'm, I mean, I would say kick someone either straight up kick them out of the house that's it your subscription lapsed you don't have it anymore which is a little bit harsh or the hey you have a grace period where we will you cannot access your house but you still can come back to it after like six months but if six months pass and you still haven't resubscribed then it's going back into the market because that gives you know, a grace period. 
while still also being an incentive for someone to resubscribe because yeah sure i own a house but i I can't use it none of my friends can use it because my subscription lapsed i I mean it's such a massive game that i do imagine it would be hard to have all these checks set up for if someone well i I think the real issue is less the size of the game and more the fact that it started as subscription only and then they converted it over. Yeah. And they just didn't do that very well, in my opinion. I don't know. Plus, you know, personally salty because it affects me directly. Yep. But, like, I'm not even sure if I if I even had a subscription. I'm not sure if it would allow me to play on the PlayStation and mm-hmm. since I played on the PC to begin with. Like, it's that stupid. Yeah, it's real dumb. I did find out on as of Tuesday, I had 420 days of subscription on that account. So I am eligible for all of the veteran rewards, even though I, I was subscribed nice. for so long and never played it. That's all it takes. Yep. I mean, they got my money, and they better give me stuff. Yeah. It's like you know, subscribing to Bombers. Even if you don't take the stuff, we're still going to be like, oh, thank you for being giving us money for a year or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, it's not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a potion to change your appearance. Have fun. I... I wonder if we could monetize that in the server somehow. Sorry, what? <laughs> if you want to change your name or PFP, you you gotta be a friend of the show. Sorry, you gotta give us money. <laughs> nah, that's not how that works. Um, speaking of Square Enix, we missed the the whole news item from them selling all of their yeah, it's just Western so old news, but yeah. They decided to sell three of their Western studios, which, let me pull that up real quick, includes Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal, and they they were sold to Embracer of the Swedish kind. Swedish Embracer. Yeah, and they sold this for $300 million, which seems really low, considering that those studios made, like, pretty big games two, like two billion or something like that in the past year it's weird yeah i mean it's stuff like tomb raider deus ex thief yeah legacy the legacy of kane series and which... those ips are actually sold too it's not just the studios the square Enix yeah. no longer owns those ips which like makes sense you do want to buy the ips too but like such a low price and so <laughs> Like, Embracer, which apparently has market value of $7.2 billion, has spent more than $8 billion making over 60 acquisitions in the past two two to three years, which is like, well, market value of $7.2 billion, where does $8 billion come from? But, wow, they're <laughs> they're trying to, uh, you know, just collect a lot of stuff there. It's interesting. Yeah, Embracer, by the way, I just looked this up because I was like, I don't even recognize their that name. THQ. Apparently, it would, THQ Nordic, yeah. And Coffee Stain is one of their... And they're the ones that do uh, Deep Rock Galactic, among other games. Article says the largest uh, amount they spent so far is $2.3 billion on the acquisition of a French board game company. Interesting choice. It depends on which board game company. Coffee Asmodee Stain, games. Deep Rock... 
Asmodee, okay. That's actually a pretty big board game. Uh, Coffee Stain, Deep Rock Galactic, Valheim is Coffee Stain. Apparently Goat Stimulator, <laughs> Satis- Satisfactory, Sanctum and Sanctum 2. So all together from the Square Enix companies, the, they're getting 50 catalog games and 1,100 staff members, which sounds like they're all coming over at least, so that's good. Yeah, it's nice that nobody's that nobody appears to be losing their jobs out of this whole deal so that's good no so that would, that would suck so the interesting thing though is that like they're able to buy it for 300 billion dollars and like this is no secret that they're going to purchase it from you know other business people which means that no one else was just all like oh quick let's buy it for a higher price it just this is the deal no one's going to over overbid it's this is what's happening yeah so like yeah I, I, it feels like it is a low amount that they made for it but apparently no one else wanted to you know bid, bid. I yeah guess. it's interesting and then also there's the fact that apparently square enix square enix has said that the cell will be used to invest in the blockchain among other things <sighs> No, no information past that, but like, well, you decide that you're just done with the Western studios, which Square Enix is known for having extremely high expectations of sales. Like they've, they've said that a lot of these games that the Western studios were making failed, if even though they sold millions and millions of it, what it was not what they were expecting. It's like, okay, well, welcome to the. Western gaming, I guess, Square Enix. And and also just like what's up with your expectations honestly at that point. Yeah. Well, like, even then like and, just just looking at the marketing they do for the western games and even some of the, their own Japanese games, like they have specific things they want to market and then don't care at all about other things. Like I've been seeing tweets for the past 2 weeks constantly about that the whatever game you were talking about the, the yeah, centennial no. case Should, and shijima story yeah. yeah well on the other hand Which, it why, took them why, like a year why? to start talking more about like neo the world ends with you it's like it would have been nice if you marketed that more before the game came out instead of a year afterward which is weird because that's a game that people actually wanted and what is centennial case who who cares uh-huh which on one hand, I suppose I get their mentality of world ends with you markets itself, and people wanted it already. Oh, it did we, not. We, freaking, we have it to. It did not market itself. There were a lot of people yeah, that but, thought yeah. it was a remake of the first game. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying they were correct yeah. in that assumption, but I can see where their mentality is behind. Let's market the the, the new IP that no one knows about instead of the returning IP. Or I get how they their, their mentality. Go ahead. <laughs> their mentality makes sense. They just were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like similarly, they marketed heavily their Avengers game, which is completely terrible. Uh, slightly less, but still a lot to the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which honestly did it's poorly. Supposedly, really, yeah. Like I, I actually it. want to get it, but sadly, it looks like it did bad because you know people saw how terrible the Avengers game was. So like, well, this couldn't yep. possibly be any better. And they and then they didn't market it off of the back of the failure of the Avengers game, basically. Yeah. Yeah, there's some weird decisions going on, and I don't necessarily want to be that guy, but, like, 
Square Enix st- stop stopping these Western studios and, and going into the blockchain to me smacks a lot of Konami getting rid of their games and focusing on Pachinko. Pachinko. Yeah, it's like yes, let us let us focus on this money making scheme instead of the making games. Like it took me a while to find figure out that Square Enix is actually a really huge producer, not just developers. And so it's really sad to see that no longer be as true. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, and I I've also seen the rumblings and I'm I'm kind of curious how this will play out, although I don't think I don't think it's going to happen, but there have been people being like, oh, well, maybe they're selling off some of their Western stuff because they're jockeying to get purchased by Sony. Like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. Like, I don't think that's going to play out. I could out. see Sony offering now that they're more Jap- Japan only, but like, I, yeah, like Square being sold out feels like almost as impossible as Nintendo being bought out, not sold out. Yeah, I I just don't see it happening, even with these people wondering if that's what the the plan is. I don't think it is. I think Square Enix is just being weird. It would also be terrible to me if they got bought by Sony because, like, they make a lot of good Nintendo like games for Nintendo consoles. So yeah, they make a lot. Well, they make a lot of good stuff other than just the traditionally associated with Sony style stuff. Like, and all the Final Fantasy games are now no longer even directly associated with Sony anymore. I was fiddling on the switch e-store and final fantasy 7 not the remaster or anything just the original final fantasy 7 was on the nintendo switch e-store and i was like wow seeing final fantasy 7 on a nintendo console is just as weird as seeing sonic on a nintendo console yeah it's like they got 7 8 9 10 and 12 on the switch yeah it's we it's 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 still weird and 15 pocket edition yeah boy so I, I I don't see this playing out into a, a Sony acquisition of Square Enix. So anyway, like I want to call this a bomb. Like who knows? Maybe the companies that got sold are gonna be happy that they have less expectations on their shoulders. In that case, yeah, I feel happy for the companies, but I I don't know what the companies think of, of this honestly. Yeah, it, it's. It's interesting, and we'll have to see how it plays out in the actual releases for these IPs and these companies, these studios. It's like people can say that, like, the Tomb Raider reboot games haven't been doing that great. You know it. I think they have they been. <laughs> I, they, they did I, fine. I they did pretty good. Uh, I mean, I will... Ad- the most recent one, I think it was Shadow. Even without Square Enix's like high expectations it still underperformed but yeah it's still a, a very important facet of video game history and culture so yeah whatever what do you all think should everyone just be purchased or sold off shall we continue the great acquisitioning the great acquisitioning that apparently the Swedish company is doing a lot of PHQ Nordic who right. will ever uh, buy the bombers we're not for sales Ivor. depends on how much they want to give we're not for sale <laughs>